We are but one week away from the premiere of Bad Batch Season 3, and oh my, the reviews are in. All that and more after this little ditty. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Kenobi! Rebellions are built on hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, the podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star all about the wars and the stars. I am your rogue leader, electrifying force-sensitive native to the Chiss ascendancy, Thomas Carter Rochester, and I am joined by the greatest mind the rebellion has to offer. Up first, our master of chaos and pod racing enthusiast, Dung King of the Hoth, D. Kleinfeld. You didn't want to go with the tithithithithithy again? No. Fuck Scott Nockington. I did call you. Hey, man. Hey, we got Boston in it. Are you fucking Don King in this shit? Hey, I'm walking here. I need one of those tracksuits, man. That's what I need. Those are sick. They're on the internet. No way. Really? They really, you really can buy it. They're selling them for a limited time. The best part about that ad is Matt Damon at the end going, Remember what I said? I would do anything for you. This is anything. <laughs> Shut up, David. Shut up, David. Naming a drink after us. Uh, Scarif Native and Anakin's favorite Padawan, Jackson Bill. Pew, 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 pew. I don't know how to follow that up at all. I just know last week was one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. Uh, well, let's just run it back. Let's, let's just do it again. <laughs> Repeat. All right. All right. Bye, guys. No, no, Thomas, you stay for this one, and it'd be even better. Thomas, we'll start get, number 10. We'll get number David next favorite week, trailer. we'll do it again. How <laughs> great would that trailer. podcast be? Where it's just, you start a new podcast, and every week, it's just the same list over same and thing. over again with different people. <laughs> <laughs> Someone huh. should do that. Maybe we'll, we maybe we'll do, do like a, a month. Rank the that. same thing over and over, and just bring different people on. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Fuck yeah, we can do that. It. Actually, might be a good idea. Never mind. Live production <laughs> meeting. Here we go. Uh, yeah. So on today's show, we're going to dive a little bit into the Rebel Report. Apparently, Palpatine fucks, and that's how he returned. You mean apparently? Of course he does. <laughs> and so much ass. <laughs> His face is ass. Um, but that's true. Uh, what is after that? I forgot. Bad Batch Primer. <laughs> We're gonna dive a little bit into the bad bitch. Um, but before all that, let's check in with the smartest execute. Well, sixty-six percent of this podcast. How the hell are you, boys? Madam Web apparently sucks. So I, I feel like I'm doing pretty well. I don't Gasp. believe it, man. No, what the <laughs> critics? No, I don't like. I gotta see for myself. Hold the line, Klein's holding. <laughs> Misunderstood masterpiece, guys. <laughs> Misunderstood masterpiece, Madam Web at sixteen percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. It's like golf. You're trying to get the lowest score, right? <laughs> I understood that reference. It. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, how you doing, I'm- Jack? I'm I'm doing well, Thomas. It was a stressful evening. Got off work slightly later than I anticipated, and then was trying. This will come out afterwards. So I was doing a bunch of birthday shopping for Alana because it's her birthday tomorrow on Valentine's Day. Um, and was trying to get that done, and realized very quickly that traffic was not going to be on my side. 
and it just it was a, an amalgamation of things that did not go my way. But we're here. We're doing the thing. Happy to be here. How are you, Thomas? Fine. Klein, how are you? <laughs> Better than Thomas. Update. Um, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Things are, I don't know, things are good. I feel like I haven't talked about the weather here for a while. Had a nice Ooh, um, yeah. spring sprung for a second. And now it's cold again, so we're back yeah. to being uh, back to being hot. I had to scrape ice. There was ice on the inside of my windshield this morning. I didn't like that one bit. Yeah, I know. I don't know how that oh, happened. That is that is that's fucking sorcery. I don't know how, but I sat there for like twenty minutes waiting for it to defrost, and then I was like, I can't do this. It was all wet uh, because it had like started to melt. So I like I had a Kleenex box in my car reach back just start wiping it down with this like facial tissue <laughs> trying to get the water <laughs> off but kleenex isn't meant like it's not like a microfiber cloth like it's not it doesn't work that well once it gets wet so i was just pouring through these things also i could go get groceries um but things are good i'm going to my first convention this week Woo! hell yeah i make it so to meet imanis fondi guys if you meet Ezra Bridger, I will Jack, cry. who would you be more excited for me to meet? Iman Esfandi, who will be there, and I have requested an interview for, with. Oh or, oh my God. Giancarlo Esposito, who I've also requested an interview with. <laughs> oh, fuck. You got to go, Giancarlo. I've I met think the so man. Too. You've I've met, met the him. man? I've met oh, him. That's right. I remember this. I got his... Uh... Damn. I, I think... I think that picture is actually a little dinged up now that I see it. Uh, it must get really hot on that wall, I just realized. Anyways, back to the plot. Uh, I have I sleep underneath a signed photo of him. <laughs> with the <laughs> you just have Gus Spring staring at you. I like to think yeah. underneath, when you say underneath the frame photo of him, you mean the wall behind you, but I like to think that is he's plastered on the roof, like above you. And so as you go to sleep, you look glaring, you just longingly into the eyes of Gus Spring, thinking about his chicken empire. Yeah, those <laughs> Or the real, or the, the Star Wars empire, because this is a Star Wars show. Is he dead? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. And Star I'm trying Wars, to think what is. happened to him. Well, I'm trying to think what happened to him. Well, the fire came, but he had a suit yeah. on. So yeah, but his face you was know. exposed. You know how it is. <laughs> he just uh, Thomas. That means nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Darth Maul got happened. cut in half. <laughs> exactly. That's fair. Yeah. Anakin Everybody Skywalker gets stabbed with like, lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Don't even get me started, Thomas. We'll talk about that all. The whole podcast will yeah, just be me complaining not, about that. Let's not dive into that. Let's not do that. I don't need that, Jack. Ventress is apparently. Temper. Apparently, rising from the dead. Quick question: That one has a better explanation. Quick question about Ventress. I was She's thinking about this this witch. week because we, we she is a witch. We've talked about witches in Star Wars a lot recently because of Ahsoka. Yeah. Live action Ventress. Say it happens. Say yeah. Ahsoka oh season two. It's happening. Who's your number one pick to play her? Lawrence. Oh, someone threw out a name on Twitter, and you I said loved Lawrence it. You, Thomas? Yeah. Shave her head. That'd be good. Nah, I could see it. Maybe the worst time she's done it. I do picture someone a little also, bit taller. Also, she wouldn't have to shave Florence her head. Pugh. She now has hair, guys. Come on. I do come picture on. someone a little bit taller than Florence Pugh, though. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I saw somebody she, Woodley, I think, would do a good job. I, It'd be I different. Dis- I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the last name I would have thought to throw out. That's so interesting. <sighs> Penelope Cruz. I don't know oh, Ferrari's on the mind. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, especially like like even like in 2010 would have 
killed it. Oh, so we're going back in time. I was there was this podcast. I'm trying to remember the name of the podcast. Somebody in our circles is involved in or is friends with a podcast, and they recast movies every once in a while where it's like, hey, the actors that are in this film just don't exist anymore. They're gone. Who would you have come in and play these roles? And I think that'd be a fun thing to do with like like the prequel, like recast the prequels oh my God. Of the, in it. that time. Like who could do it like at, in 2001 or whatever, 99, when they were doing episode one. Uh, like I think that'd be a fun exercise. I need to figure out who it was because they need they deserve the credit. Cite your sources. Um, but like, yeah, it'd be fun to like be like 2000, 1999 Heath Ledger would be a great like obi-wan kenobi or i don't know whoa that's actually a good call i mean we can't, a little old have to exclude little. leo from the conversation the anakin conversation why because like we'll he was almost bad i know he, but he was almost fast let's get a little more creative what do you mean jake gyllenhaal was almost spider-man that doesn't make me want that any less no i know we'll just branch out a little bit more anyway Let's go ahead and move on to our Rebel Report. News, 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 news. Am I doing this? Is Jack doing this? I don't know, Klein. Did you want me to do it? Did you put these stories? You can do it, Jack. I'm gonna be talking a lot later. Scissors. I'm not rock, paper, scissor in this band over the, the internet. You do it, Jack. I got the next section. Go ahead. <laughs> I, will, I will do it. I will do it. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, the worst Star Wars movie, will hit theaters again in May per the You Verge. Wait, before before we get any further, Jack, <laughs> I'm just teasing it now. We may or may not be hopping on a collaborative Star Wars draft in, on a podcast at some point in the next little bit, and we have what I call veto power. I don't want to show my hand right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> you're god if if that is picked as the last the bottom you're goddamn right i'm gonna veto that shit right away then you're gonna have to pick something else jack sorry go ahead. well there are more than 10 star wars movies so it won't even make the top 10 if it's a, if if i have the power i i think we're ranking all of them oh are we you're doing it. yeah i think that's how that's gonna work well shit here we go yeah I, I i gotta um i gotta collude with uh some other people on this podcast that agree with my opinion. Um, pod races, trade negotiations, and Darth Maul will be on the big screen once more when Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace comes back to theaters on May 3rd, 2024. The return is meant to celebrate the 1999 movie's 25th anniversary, reports Empire. The return to theaters comes during a renaissance for this part of the long-running franchise. In the last few years, Disney has given the prequel era the nod with series like Ahsoka, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and The Bad Batch. Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker in the second and third movies, told Empire in an interview that his experience with Star Wars has been, quote, a very heartwarming one, and that and that the response to them today feels like vindication for the work we did. Yes, we, as in me, Jack Pews. I worked really hard on those movies. As a part of the festivities, Disney and Lucasfilm hired poster artist Matt Ferguson to create a new poster for the films, too. And let me just say that poster was kick-ass Klein. This is your favorite Star Wars movie of all time. You said it's it not my times. favorite one. It's just not my no, least. No, 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 no. Don't don't sell yourself short. You love it. It's the best one. There's nothing more deep, more emotional. I, more I do. I do. I wouldn't say I love it, but I like it. 
<laughs> what, what what do you think about this news? And what do you think about Hayden's it, comments? It's exciting just because, I mean, one of my, we talk about first Star Wars movies we've seen in theaters, which I always bring up, Force Awakens, but I always forget, I saw Phantom Menace in theaters, like, when would that have been? Thomas, you'd know better. 2012. 2012. Oh, my God. Wow. Time means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, For the the 3D re-release. And I remember that being a super exciting. They were re-releasing all these classic movies. Star Wars Episode 1. They did Jurassic Park. They were going to be doing I, all Star Wars I, movies. I thought they were going to do all of them. And they then were. all we got was... They were, but they didn't. All yeah, because it didn't make money. it didn't make enough money. Exactly. I was there though. It was the only first and only time I've ever done mushrooms was in oh my god theaters <laughs> in 3D. Um, I'm excited. I hope that this is the start of like as we move forward. Maybe for every 25th anniversary going forward, I guess we'll have when was when was um. Episode two. Episode two was how many years later? Three years? 2002. So three years later. So in three years from now, in 2027, that doesn't sound like a real year. Um, we'll maybe have a 25th anniversary for that. Like, I think that's cool. I, this is something that I'm happy we're getting back into a little bit more. And the industry is leaning into. We're seeing like, like Dune is back in theaters right now. Turning Red is in theaters, I guess, for the first time. Uh, yeah, which the whole weird. pandemic thing, uh, but like revisiting these movies and putting them back in theaters because we've had these like repertory theaters doing their thing forever where it's like, hey, we have one in town. Come and watch. I, at Christmas, I went to Home Alone or whatever, but not everyone has that. So doing this on a mass scale and like being a big studio, bringing out your biggest and brightest, you want to make money at the theaters. This work's already done. So put out the movie again. People will go see it. People get excited market it and do that it's exciting as for the poster it's sick these i don't know like these like re-release posters are so cool uh because they did one was it last year when return of the jedi they put back out they put out empire strikes back they had a really really cool one um as well and so yeah i, I, so. I want i want them to do the full set because they are kind of of a theme and they're really nice uh but thomas what do you think about all of this I'm excited. I'm gonna go see it. This is the first Star Wars movie I ever got to see. You're gonna be like, man, that was better than Episode Two, wasn't it? That's what you're gonna do. Anyways, uh, I also saw this on the re-release in 3D, and I'm gonna say right now, I hope that they have 3D just for the pod racing scene, because like that was 3D from that whole thing was the scroll. I remember that. Yeah, remember that was it, dope. Like, that was it, dope. Because it looks like it's like it, there's like you're, a plane. You're you're there. Yeah. No, it's yeah. really it is dope. It's definitely the coolest. But like, there's no need to do that movie in 3D except pod racing. When you're inside the pod racer, like that shot down the barrels or like down through the power coupling, a oh, fucking amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This movie's gonna be that great. You know what would be awesome, right? <laughs> guys, are you ready for this pitch? Yeah. This isn't just a 25th anniversary release. You know what it also is? Prequel remake? Special edition release. Oh boy. It's time. It's time, Disney. Get to us on the 25th anniversary. We are Lucas cutting this shit to have 
updated graphics, add in some new scenes, remove a couple, oh, restructure like, it. Like special edition 2.0. You special want Special edition. I want this. I want what they did with the theatrical, uh, the original trilogy with the prequel trilogy. Because then, you know what that means? You guys know what that means, right? It means when we get to Revenge of the Sith, they can put Padme back where she belongs, kicking ass in the motherfucking Senate, starting a rebellion without her actually being the rebellion. And we don't have her being just a damsel in fucking distress. She's a god. Give her her goddamn due. I was going to say, as out. a part of this, because it is the, I guess, 25th anniversary or whatever of those old older special editions, how cool would it be if Disney was like, hey, guys, guess what? We know we play around with canon and stuff like that, whatever. What if we're, we're going to put out, we're going to restore the original theatrical cuts of the original trilogy? They'll never Twilight! do that. Twilight! Jack? What? They'll never do it. They'll never Why would they never do it? Because of George Lucas. Bob Iger <laughs> likes money. He doesn't matter, dude. He's he, no, but he does. He when has you, 12, whatever, 12 billion reasons not to. to, to they had that mentality this. going into the sequel trilogy, and that did not work out well for them in terms of critical. But reception. you know what? They Bob want to Iger piss their fans off more. Money. I know, but you know, it, I don't Hold think they want on. to piss their fans off more by going back and, and trying to undo George's vision, as people will say. No, I wouldn't would say that. Doing it. You can uh, brand this Klein, and be like, Klein. see the it, movies as they no, were originally it seen. It doesn't matter what you think. It, it, I'm telling you. How dare you invoke the Rock's name on this damn here podcast? I'm not even a wrestling fan. No, but Klein, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm 100% with you. But that's what people, a certain sect of fandom, of the Star Wars fandom who loves, loves, loves George Lucas. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just, that's, that's more, I don't, I guess call it bad press that they don't need and more division within the Star Wars fandom that they don't need right now. Maybe years down the line, but Bob Iger wouldn't be CEO anymore. Well, unless he lives to be a hundred and wants to stay on doing it. George Lucas will be sadly passed away at that point. Um, and maybe they've gotten some more fans back on their side with whatever projects come out in the meantime. But anyway, let's talk about sex. Uh, Star Wars Ian McDermott on the Ray twist. Uh, quote, it's a horrible idea to think of Palpatine having sex. Yes, we're going there, folks. Uh, Klein, is this from Superhero Hype? Is that what? Is that is that the outlet? Yeah, this is from? I, I, okay. I'm citing my sources, Jack Hughes. I appreciate I appreciate that. I just wanted to clarify. I, I didn't know if you were just getting hyped as a superhero about this, you know. Palpatine having sex. Yeah, sure. Ian McDermott, who plays Emperor Palpatine in the Star Wars franchise, says it's a, quote, horrible idea, end quote, to imagine his character having sex. Speaking with Empire Magazine, McDermott discussed on his role in the Star Wars movies and the twist included in 2019's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker that revealed Daisy Ridley's Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter. You're a Palpatine. God, I hate the way he delivered that. It's because he did it in a closet like a month before the movie came out. That's just my opinion. Uh, McDermott said, yes, he does have sex. It's a horrible idea to think of Palpatine having sex in any shape or form. But then, of course, perhaps he didn't. He continued, maybe it's all to do with midichlorians. And don't ask me what those are. Never trust your granddaughter. That's the T-shirt Palpatine got made shortly after his death. There was also some things of like... Uh, you know, he talked about how I think George intended for Palpatine to die in episode six, but JJ wanted to bring him back. And I think he said something along the lines of, he didn't really know if that was a great idea, but he did not argue with JJ. Um, 
and I wish more people maybe did argue with JJ, or maybe JJ tried to argue that I against think too Disney. Too many people argue with JJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I know that's the point I was getting to. Maybe maybe it wasn't even JJ's decision. I don't know, uh, or maybe it was. We'll we'll never know, which sucks. I would love a documentary on the making of the sequel trilogy. But um, guys, Palpatine having sex. What do you want to do with this? I don't even know what to do. I just okay. So this is being brought up as a part of Empire's doing a big twenty fifth, like a big prequels shindig right now uh, as as honoring the 25th anniversary of the prequels 25th anniversary phantom menace i love that this is what we're getting out of it like they tease this whole like star wars it's coming back and then it's like oh cool like they're on and then and now we're talking about palpatine fucking and here we are and i don't really care i guess he's he was in charge of the galaxy of course he was I don't know, bumping uglies every once in a while, but I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know why we're spending our time like asking these these actors about this. But Thomas, the fan art community, I'm sure is pissed. Like we want to, we want to think about Palpatine. Fucking come on! Yeah, there's about to be a new uh, sect of Tumblr, or should I call it? No, sect dude, I, I don't think that sect is new. I think that sect has existed a <laughs> long time. <laughs> um i think this is fucking hilarious I, I dropped this in the in the in the chat today because i could not stop laughing when i read it um maybe it was yesterday it doesn't it doesn't matter when i dropped it in the chat see what you've done jack you son of a bitch uh it's i think this is hilarious i love the fact that it's coming up like what the fuck i need more dumbass questions that are that don't really need to be asked being asked to star wars actors about their character like i need i need more of this uh there's another quote that i really love of like do children fear you when it comes to hayden christensen and he's like no i think most of them just kind of gloss over the fact that anakin slaughtered a bunch of kids and they don't think about that when they meet me they're just excited to meet anakin skywalker and i'm like that's a good question that's fucking amazing um so, yeah, I do have a great question. I have a great fucking question for him, though. Are you ready? Yeah. What's a midichlorian? Oh, God. <clears throat> there are these War- creatures in your blood that, <laughs> that give you force powers. Essentially. Um, oh, like mitochondria. The powerhouse of the force. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. Maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah. we're learning so things almost, on today's podcast. it's almost spelled the same almost it, no no it really is i'm kind of with you yeah. um the only thing this is just making me want this whole empire magazine stuff and these interviews not only should obi-wan kenobi have been a movie it should have just been pitched as like another prequel movie and i it like if you called it just Obi-Wan and made it a movie, like, yes, it would have been that, but like bring back Palpatine, like get more scenes of Palpatine and Vader in there, have Padme come back in flashbacks or even in like, what if scenarios that Vader dreams about, like how things really went down, like, like an get origins Wolverine situation. Yes. Get the whole crew. They should have gotten the whole crew back together. You still could have called it Obi-Wan, but just make, make it another film in the saga. Make it 10 films. Like that's your pseudo episode 10. And it could have been it again. It still would have been that if they made just the Obi Wan series a movie. But I think they should have taken a step further. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch season three reviews. Critics share strong first reactions. This comes from the direct.com. 
Now that Star Wars critics have seen the first eight, the first eight of 16. How many are there? 16, okay. Episodes of the Bad Batch season three. That's insane. The first round of reactions and reviews have been shared on Twitter. And it's not called anything else. It's just Twitter. Tessa Smith from Mama's Geeky described the visuals as stunning, the action as intense, and that she cannot wait for more. Critic Ashley Saunders also praised the incredible animation, but went on to tease Easter eggs, cameos, and other surprises. Collider's Maggie Lovett appeared to agree with the consensus of season three being the best yet, but also pointed out the show's, quote, darker turn and described huge ties to Star Wars lore. There were plenty more glowing reactions, with the biggest takeaway being the show's dark and dramatic tone and ground-shaking story consequences, specifically, supposedly, tying heavily into the sequel trilogy. Thomas, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. I have no idea. I am yeah. very confused about that tweet I saw where it's like the Mandalorian and the sequels need to be revisited. Mandalorian, it's like, that was the other one. It's like, what? How? I, it has to do day. something with cloning, man. It has to. The cloners. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is Mount Tantus. Moff Gideon's going to show up. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd actually be really cool. It would be really I cool. I think it has Voiced more to Giancarlo. do. Actually, I, I'll save it for our... Bad batch. Oh. Hey, yeah, good, 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 good. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, oh, this is gonna turn into a thing. Uh, I don't know what it means, but I'm super fucking excited to hear all these glowing reactions. And somebody, I don't remember who, I wish I could cite you, but I've liked way too many tweets about this bad batch stuff, said that it's the best animated season of all time from what they've seen. Is like it's up there, and I'm um, like Jordan wow. Mason. From nice. I, yes, yes, uh, cool boy. I for, I forget. Shout what out George. Great though. George's great. Name. I I follow him from Cinelinks. Cinelinks. That's right. Um. Yeah, and because of that, folks, we after the Bad Batch season three, we will be doing, I guess, a collab ranking uh, rather than a draft of. The ranking of Star Wars animated shows by season. Oh, so we'll be ranking oh the seasons God. of these animated shows for the Star Wars. Just franchise. the top ten, or can all we of just them? can we just, just the top ten? Can we just group like Clone Wars season one to three just together, or just well, nope, so we, <laughs> nope <laughs> separate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: there's seven. They just seasons won't make the Clone list. Wars, four of Rebels, three of Bad Batch. That's yeah. fourteen total. Season and one, we're only two, doing three. ten. Probably not making the list, Mike. Yeah, but season three has more to. No, I wanted to put it at number one. Oh, uh, yo, you're not fucking wrong. Season three does have more to, and <laughs> that is maybe the greatest arc of all time. No, I said maybe until you see Bad Batch season three. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I like this arc. Speaking of that, guys, do you have any other comments, or should we just get into our flagship topic? We should just get into it. All right. If you want all the latest news about the Star Wars universe, be sure to check out the direct.com as well as all of our other friendly Star Wars outlets. And please be sure to cite your sources or die. That's going to take us right on into our flagship topic for the Bad Batch Primer. I'm going to send it over to the other mustachioed, beautiful face on this here Death Star podcast, Klein Felto. 
that is yeah that's the um the the greek pronunciation of my name uh (laughs) (laughs) uh bad batch season three guys we are one week away third and final season 16 episodes as you just said jack doing incredibly well critically i think this is the most hype i've seen for a particular bad batch season coming in that we've seen in the series i mean there's only been three uh seasons so far but it is bringing to a close the story of omega and the batch maybe i don't know we'll have to see season two kind of left us in a weird spot with the batch a bit fractured scattered omega has been captured taken to the mysterious imperial mount tantis facility don't know what that means could mean a lot tech is dead very sad we lost one of the batchers and the remaining bad batchers they're on the run hopefully trying to get their little blondie back and visit mount tantis and get out of there boys before we get into things how's it going to work today is we we're not going to do a deep super detailed primer we're just going to get ready we're going to wet wet our beaks a little bit dip our toes into the pool of the bad batch once again so we've got a couple questions that we are going to each bring we can talk about and then just little nuggets, things that maybe we're hoping for, or looking for in this upcoming season. But before we get all of that, I want to ask the two of you, how excited are you on a scale of one to five Bad Batchers for the Bad Batch oh. season three? Where is our hype at? Jack Pews, you have not been the biggest fan of the Bad Batch so far, hmm. but you've enjoyed it. There, there have been moments. I think I you and I are it. in a very, very similar camp. Yeah, like um, I, I genuinely, up and down. the highs have been so, so, so good. It's just, I think I haven't really had a desire to rewatch it because I know of the filler that's in there. And yes, you could just say skip it, but me being me, I just, that's just not how my brain works. And I don't know what, I don't remember what is filler and what isn't filler. And I guess the biggest thing is this show in many ways has just been forgettable. And I don't, again, like I said, I think it's some of the best Star Wars animation we've ever gotten in this show. I think it's some of the best Star Wars we've gotten in any Star Wars show. But so much of it has just been forgettable. I was rewatching the trailer. I'm like, okay, wait, where are we? What happened here? What happened in season one again? What was the arc? And, you know, what happened last season? I have just like very brief glimpses. So with all that being said, on a scale of one to five Bad Batchers, for my excitement, that trailer was very good. And the critic reactions are really good. I'm going to go, fuck it. I'll go 4.25 Bad Batchers. I, just wow. slightly above the four. Wow. Because of the strong critic reactions. Um, I can't say 4.5. Where just, would you have been? I'm not like freaking out like, oh my God, we're a week away. Holy shit, let's go. Where would you have been before the trailer and the reactions, do you think? Before the trailer? One. I was probably at like a three, three to three point five. Wow. After the trailer, I was you know, the three point five to four, and then with the strong critic reactions, just gets me over the hump a little bit of that four. So, calm down, Thomas, or our uh, I... wrecker. That's right. <laughs> oh, I made a five. Uh, no, I actually I was like I'm at a five, and then Klein's like Eric Klein, <laughs> J.K. Uh, Jack was like, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't wait. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can wait. So I probably go like four and a half. Uh, I, I'm more hyped than Jack. 
I've got to be more hyped than Jack. Come on, my girl, Ventry. Fuck it. I'm at a five. I'm going full wrecker. I'm at a five. We got fucking Ventress coming back. <laughs> I'd marry her. Um, I can't do that for too long. That's hard. Uh, I'm I'm so excited to see how Ventress falls uh, plays into this, where Ventress goes, and I guess what's going on with the Bad Batch too, but mostly Ventress. <laughs> It's not um, called Ventress. It's called you the Bad Batch. You can't tell me that. I hey, it doesn't matter what they call this show. It's the Ventress show for Tommy Boy. How um, many episodes of Ventress are we getting in this out of sixteen? Like, let's be real here, okay? One. We're getting one. I'm not one. Okay. Up. We're <laughs> so, only getting so one you... episode with it. I'm here for one episode, and that's it. It's Ventress so you are and sitting bust. here going, I am more excited <laughs> to see what happens with Assange Ventress, who you say is going to appear in one episode, yep. than you are to see what happens to the entire Bad Batch, who's the name of the yep. show. Yep. I don't even care. Uh, listen, if you... <laughs> If you were at Dick's Sporting Goods while I was selling a bike warranty, sobbing my eyes out, finding out that Ventress just died in this book, not knowing that was what was going to happen in the book, you would understand why she and I am so hyped for her episode. Like that is, this is Daredevil. It's every week. I'm going to be like, all right, where's Ventress? Okay, where's Ventress? The show's going to be amazing. I loved She-Hulk, by the way. I actually cared more about She-Hulk than Daredevil. I was like, cool, that Murdoch's going to show up, whatever um i'm being dead serious yes i was like okay cool i i'm not gonna blow my load when matt murdoch shows up then they slept together and i was like well he blew his load so he blew his blow load. Hey, they blew a mutual load you want to else like blew palpatine. their load palpatine <laughs> <laughs> this has gone so sideways but no i'm actually Holy very shit. excited to see where are you good <laughs> i i was on mute i'm eating food because i gotta get this dinner and and I was just taking on a ride just in the last 10 seconds there. <laughs> People are blowing loads left and right, and I'm just caught by surprise all the way around. And sounds, continue. Like, sounds like an average show. Thursday night. Welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Anyways, it's no, I'm so excited to see how the Omega side of things like fall. Uh, it's going to be really intriguing because it seems like she, from what I've read, like she's going places. and. You kind of have to, the way they've set her up, Boba's the alpha, she's the omega. She's the last, like she's it. She's the done, finito. So they're not just setting her up to die. Maybe they're setting her up to turn. Maybe they're setting her up to grow and become something major and huge, which, I mean, I'm going to stand by it. I think she's going to show up in live action as an adult. It's, Thomas, it's not a crazy thought. Before, before you go any further. I'm going I further like to, now. I would like to talk about this a little deeper. So how this is going to work is for the rest of the primer, we've each brought some like some questions oh. that maybe we want to see addressed. Oh. I would like to dive into my very first one. And Thomas, you've basically started the conversation already. How does Omega figure into the rest of the Star Wars universe is kind oh, of the, the yeah. question I'm posing. Is mm. this the end for her? No. Is it the beginning? What does it mean? It is interesting you bring up we're going to see her as a in live action as an adult. I don't know. I can honestly see. I don't know if they kill her, but I I can honestly see her. We're not not being seen or heard from again in the franchise, but her being the key to a lot of the story things that we 
go forward with being that skeleton key for the Palpatine cloning thing to, to grow goo even to, to like, that's where I see her going. Um, especially once these reviews came out and people are talking about how it ties into the greater star Wars universe and this and that, I think she is the key, but I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. Where do we leave Omega after this? What if she was like captured by Palpatine? I mean, she's already captured, but you get what I'm saying. And she was on Exegol all those years, just being used for like the cloning stuff. And then Ooh. in the Ray movie, she comes back and they freed her from Exegol. And then she's a kid. That'd be really cool, actually. I, I like my I like my theory. Um, I okay, Klein. Don't take the Klein and Thomas. Don't take this the wrong way when I say it, but. I get Ahsoka vibes from Omega in the sense of where the trajectory, how she's being used in the Bad Batch and the trajectory she could go on. Because for all intents and purposes, she is the main character of the Bad Batch. She's the audience. And she is the key. Yeah, and that's very much what Ahsoka was for the Clone Wars. And so what I'm saying is, I like I don't think she's going to get her own spinoff show called Omega and and she's going to be force sensitive, all this stuff. But I do think that her story's not done yet. Like I'm like you think back to Clone Wars season six, uh, or no season five, which was Ahsoka's last season before season seven. They continued like you're like okay, but where does she go? Like what happens to her? She didn't die. She just walks away, and then she shows up in Rebels, and becomes such a key figure there. And again, I'm not saying that wherever Omega shows up next, she's going to be like the central figure and whatever else. But like, I see a future for her, what that future entails. I have no idea. Just like, I had no idea what Ahsoka's future entailed, but do you, let's even just put it in one of these two buckets buckets in this binary choice. Do you see Omega picking up in this time period or we, or do you see her picking up in some other time period? I don't. I wouldn't even specify when. Just some uh, other place. I'd imagine some other place. Or are we getting a Bad Batch the, sequel show or something? See, that's the thing. I ho- I hope they don't do that because the Bad Batch itself is like a sequel show to the Clone Wars. Like it, it, it is its own story, yes, but it's so inherently tied to that because um, it's right after the Clone Wars and it's about the clones still. I look this animation team and I don't know how they're all divided up. You know, all the, the they're going to have to go and do something. They're going to have to go do something. And it's not just going to be tales of the Jedi. That's not the only thing that they have that there is another animated show in there somewhere. And I don't know. Again, I don't know what that is, but I, I don't think if they continue Omega story, which I do think they will, I don't think, I, I think they want to get away from this time period. It, it's time. Like we have this, we have Andor. I think that's it coming up, you know, in this time between revenge of the Sith and a new hope, the Lando movie. <laughs> the, yes. There's the Lando movie. Maybe. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> but like, it's time, like specifically for animation, it's time to get out of the clone wars prequel era. Like, I don't know I where we go. Animate- Cause that's all we've, that, 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 that's all the star. I mean, okay, sorry. We've but gotten resistance or whatever we have. it's called. So Klein, so maybe here's my thought. If I think it's going to be a separate time period and I think Omega story is going to continue, if this has ties to the Mandalorian and it has ties to the sequel trilogy, what if the next animated show is smack dab in between Return of the Jedi and um, 
Force Awakens. Or maybe not even smack dab in the middle, but yeah. like maybe Mandalorian era, and maybe they have a new Mandalorian animated show or new animated show that's tied to the Mandalorian universe. And that's where she continues and it all culminates. I don't know, but that's just kind of where my mind goes. If you give me an animated show set between Return of the Jedi and between uh, The Force Awakens, that's 15 years, right? It's 15 years in between. Like, yeah, that's the start of it, at least. Right there in between. That's about five years, I believe, before the fall of Kylo Ren. We can get Luke Skywalker as a main character at times. We can have Leia. We can have Han. We can have all of our legacy characters voiced by different people. Yeah. That's what we do. No so, CGI thing or even people getting upset about a recast, which people wouldn't, but whatever. Oh, I, people wouldn't get upset about a recast? Alden Ehrenreich. Okay, moving on. Uh, I definitely think that – I love that. Let me just be real, Jack-Jack. I love that. I need – a different time period in animation. A part of me was going to be like the high Republic, but like all the stories of the high Republic that are being told right now are happening in the books. So they would have to finesse in between those things or adapt the books. And Filoni's not. Do you know that though? Like, I I mean, I'm not super familiar with the the high Republic stuff, but they, they, those books can't be covering everything that's happening in the galaxy at that time. They, there could be, you could, you could not everything in there. Not everything, but it's like inside of. But that's the thing about Star Wars is you can glom onto this yeah. universe, and it's like, oh, this was everything well, that was going on. Oh, but also this was happening. Like we just, we just, we had that with Rebels, where it was like there's this gap. Well, we know what happened there, and then oh, we we added, uh, we filled it in. There's only a one year gap between Phase One and Phase Three, and then Phase Two is like hundreds of years prior. So it could but be we've between said something during those times. Well, that well, like during the, during Phase One and Phase th- Two and Three. Like, can't we set something in that period? If you set something in Phase One and Phase Three without actually diving into what's happening in the main plot, then you're missing out on like the main conflict if you will so like the clone wars was never shown in any way so you could do everything you wanted there build as much lore as you wanted the main conflicts are happening like if you want to utilize those and build up to something you would have a lot of work because it's a year like the start of phase one is like eight months to a year maybe and then a year gap before you get to phase three phase two is like 150 years prior to phase one so there's 150 years that you could fill in there but that would just be leading up to everything happening in the high republic and at that point i don't know if they're going to be driving people to read the books like if that's you know I, i don't think dave would do that because then he doesn't is have the creative well, at this point, I think everything will run oh, by yeah. him. But does he have? That's the whole thing about his business. I don't know. If, does he have I final say over stuff? Or and I it, don't know if Dave is. It has his fingers in an, another animated series for a while. I I think he'll, Bad he'll Batch always kind of the end of that. Like, Bad sure. Batch. Uh, he definitely has his creative fingers on. I agree with you, client. I think that who will be the it made you so smart? I want to know. Who allowed this? Mark and Marie Felt. I don't know. I <laughs> love it. That's that's a good question. Um, okay, back to the plot. Set 15 years, but you know, right in the smack dab of those two eras is great because you can have a lot of the fallout, 
slash planting seeds of the like the Mandoverse crossover, right? Um, while also setting up everything coming forward in The Force Awakens, plenty of time to play around with brand new stories. Um, and I it would be amazing just to have time with a young Kylo, right? And be at Luke's temple on a regular basis. Like that's what I would want. I don't know if we would get that, but regardless of that fact, how would Omega, in my opinion, factor into that era um, without being with the bad guys? I think I she think, is. Like, I, I don't know if she. I think we get a turn. Uh, see, I don't think we get a turn. It, for me, she's off the, not off the board, but like she is for all intents and purposes in my mind following this series i guess i don't know like because how do you want to end this series right is it going to be this massive downer i don't think that 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 works although clone wars ended that way but there is that glimmer of hope knowing that 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 you ultimately end end it return of the jedi like yeah it's it's a very interesting dance that they have to do here because it's like this is it seems to be a pretty important character what do you do with her and how do you make it so she is quote unquote out of the picture for any of the other major events that happen that we know of? Can, can I ask my question that is yeah, very sure. tied to this Let's go. discussion point? At the end of Star Wars Rebels, we get an epilogue. Do we get any sort oh. of epilogue? E- even if I it's just like a flash forward one scene like like the epilogue in rebels like it takes you through each character here's where they're at here's what happened to them and oh guess what ezra's out there somewhere it's time to bring him home like even if, if in the bad batch it's like a flash forward and we get like one scene between her and hunter and you know like you know whatever do we get any sort of indication of what happens to these characters or, or their the path that they're eventually going to go down Anything along those lines. Any any stinger sort of yeah. Angle. The one thing that I think could work, and it would involve Omega specifically, and it goes completely against what I just said, where she's off the board going forward, is you cut to a new character that maybe they're wearing armor, they're wearing something, they make the identity hidden, and they just the end of the show, like prior to that makes it kind of questionable who's alive and who's dead. And you just give us that one little thing of like, they show us this character, they go do a thing very quickly or whatever. And then it's revealed, Oh, that's Omega. And it's just an indication. And she's an adult. It's just an occasion of, Oh, she's okay. Like she, maybe some, maybe they get the, whatever devil gene out of her, whatever they need to, to clone. I don't know. And she escapes but she has her, a piece of her is still with the empire because they've stolen her DNA dino DNA. And <laughs> um, she, this is just an indication that she's not dead. She is off out there doing things. Um, I think that is the closest we could get to that. Um, I also don't know who's living and who's dying out of this group by the end of the, like by the end of the show is our, is the Bad Batch intact by the time this ends? I don't know. Um, so I would 
I believe that that's where we would go if we got any sort of epilogue. What do you think, Thomas? Do you think we get like, or Jack, what's up? Real quick, I just want to say, it's so fucked up. We didn't get old Captain Rex in Ahsoka. Where is he? What's he doing? No way he died off screen. Anyway, hanging out, hanging out with Omega. Being saved. (gasps) Being saved. Yeah, you were talking about like fast flash forward into the future. I don't think any of the batchers make it out. That's what this is. My other question that I had was, do we see any major deaths? And I agree with you. I don't think. I don't don't think any of the bad batches bad batchers live. Any of them. You know. You know the only one I could see live. Crosshairs. Yeah. They all die oh. trying to save Omega and Crosshair. Yo. Crosshair takes her, takes her on and says, don't worry, kid. I'll protect you. And then you get your epilogue, and it's not who's in the epilogue. It's not Crosshair. Crosshair is dead. Crosshair died. Crosshair. motherfucking Skywalker. It's Rex <laughs> fucking it's Rex. captain. Yeah. It's the captain, Rex, I should say. What if- like That brings to life, like, reintroduces him brings an adult omega coming in and that would be set up i don't know let's just like ballpark it in the mandoverse movie what if after the battle of endor which rex fought in he's like all right we won the war emperor's dead now i have this other mission i've been meaning to take care of for a while omega's out there somewhere and it's time to bring her home (laughs) (laughs) and that's the next animated series and that's where rex is during the mandalorian he's off doing some adventure mission with omega to find omega crosshair or something i don't know but anyway that's just me speculating that's what we're here for thomas do you have a question that you want to i don't know throw out there Dude. I already asked it earlier about. Vengeance. I have one that I think you would like, Thomas. <laughs> so I'll throw this. I'll throw this into yeah. here because I am interested to hear your thoughts. We know we're getting Ventress. Yeah. Do we see any other lightsaber wielders in this series in the final season? That's good. And guys, good. you guys are gonna. You guys are gonna just like you. You'd be like, no, no, no. What like? Is Obi Wan in this somewhere? I would say no. No, 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 no. Okay, but do we see anyone? Uh, I was yeah, gonna say Cal, I'll say but yes. I don't think the time. I don't think time will. Yeah, I, I instantly <laughs> thought of that earlier today. I was like, it could be Cal, and I was like, it's only like three years after. He's still, yeah, he's still on uh, Scrapper Planet. I say yes, Quinlan Voss. I, I was going to say Quinlan is a high probability as well. Um, this could be. How, sorry, my brain is connecting some dots that I didn't think about originally. Obi-Wan uh, and then O'Shea Jr. And then, but we never <laughs> saw him. Okay, so uh, could be Quinlan and it could be like. Ventress finds Quinlan or whatever and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they go off into the sunset and they go through the, the path, which I think the path Quinlan is good. Yeah, I think I think the path was set up a lot later. I think it's more along the era of Obi-Wan, and, like set up a little bit before Obi-Wan and um, Jedi Survivor take place. So probably a little early for that. However, comma really probably not that early i think they probably started that immediately so i just contradicted myself why am i even on this podcast quinlan is very high probability um i'm trying to think of who else could be there like 
I I thought of Vader. Oh, I didn't even think of the dark side guy. (laughs) Wow. Helpy as well. I'm trying to remember. Is he in the trailer? He's he's in the trailer. That's why in the trailer. Yeah. But like Uh, he's not he's not pulling out a lightsaber. None. I think Vader's pretty. Vader is pretty high probability. I think. I think so. You know what I would love to see as well? Inquisitors. Because the Inquisitorious early, early Inquisitors would be sick. You see a baby Grand Inquisitor. (laughs) I can picture a little kid. Do we learn about the creation of the Inquisitor Inquisitors like initiative here? That'd be amazing, actually. Um, I I would love to see uh, is Katakaris. She's the red. uh, She is the protagonist of Rise of the Red Blade book that came Mm -hmm. out this past year and is really good. And holy shit. Um, They dive in a little bit about the Inquisitorious, but they were scouting Jedi inside of the Jedi Temple for the Inquisitorious for years prior to the Clone Wars breaking out. So like they had plants, Palpy had plants. He was planning the Inquisitorious long before. Um, So I I would assume, in fact, that he was, they're also scouting for potential apprentices, apprentices, apprentice-i. 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 So love it. Inquisitors, Vader, yeah. Quinlan, yeah. I'm trying to like, I want to come up with just a crazy ass name and be like, yeah, this I'm person can show up. I don't, but like, I don't know. I can't think of anyone right now. It is so close to the end of Revenge of the Sith that this does certainly feel like it was a, it's still the dark ages, right? It is. Oh, no one is, sure. no one is making their even attempting to make a, like to cause any fuss. If you're a force oh. user. Oh my God. Are you ready? Terra Sanube. We know that he ends up in the Inquisitorious, but we don't know when. Oh, shit. So we could see him helping out and then get captured. And it's like, well, what happens to him? Go watch Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four. A new hope. A name that I was thinking about, and I don't know because we've gotten a like they they always seem to be like they are the surprise character. Ahsoka. I hope not. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't put it past them. It would though. be yeah. it would be too early in her journey at this point. I feel like she'd still yeah. be in hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Um so there's that because again it's like three years and yeah, i'm estimating based if on our that. seasons yeah exactly so yeah it's it's kind of hard to tell like without a motherfucking time stamp which they're never going to give us i feel like it's only about three years i think they might give us only, something at the very like, end of the show yeah like, I, think I think we so might get too. something at the very end where like something is said or something happens where it's almost like the, like the end of Attack of the Clones, where they show the the like the oh my yeah. god, they're building the Death Star, or at the end of Endor or whatever. I think that there's going to be some sort of tease like that, where at the end it's like, and we will commence initiative blank or something, and it's like, oh okay, this is the beginning of that, and I could see the Inquisitors being part of that. Going off that line, here's one of my questions. What are the odds we get any sort of name drop 
or discussion about Exegol from Palps? I, I was I'm pretty thinking, good. I was honestly thinking Omega could end up on Exegol. Yes, Thomas, you missed it. <laughs> you got up and and left. I literally I, mentioned no, that. I I pitched a whole uh, thing. <laughs> I wish I was here. If she is the key to cloning, which I my, think that that's what that is what Filoni has been trying to like. I think weave with the Grogu of it all and this Bad Batch stuff. I think she ultimately ends up there. So if that happens, they're going to show it here. How old is Ray in Force Awakens? 19. So it would be 11 years after Return of the Jedi. Her father was about 30 around that time. Are you trying to make Omega Ray's mom? I'm doing math because it I'm trying to figure out if it's mathematically possible. Yes. And I don't think it is because she would be at the end. They'll be like, and what's 40s. your name? Omega. Omega Skywalker. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Um, let me come down. I got to do I got to look at something really quick. Uh, mathematically, it would be she'd be six years old. When her parents died, so that's um, it'd be thirteen years pre. So, yeah, right, thirteen years. She was nineteen. She was six years later. It'd be thirteen years prior to that. So that means we go back another seventeen years after Return of the Jedi is yeah, when her Alexon Thomas. Uh, she's telling me the weather tomorrow uh, again. I <laughs> you just kept everything so, so smoothly, so I was like, yeah. "Am I hearing things?" <laughs> I mean, I was trying. Every day. Alexa tells Thomas the weather. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know why? Because I have to be up and on a job site usually twelve hours from this moment. Because I again mm. just gross in the face. Um. Yeah, mathematically, I don't know. It, it is possible, but it's a fucking stretch. Um, 11 years after Return of the Jedi is when Rey would have had to have been born. Omega is about 10 years old. Then it's 19 years to the A New Hope, which puts her at 29. Add a couple more years. I mean, 29 out of 11, she's 40. Plus a couple extra years in there. So it's pushing the limits of... It's like 35 to 45 the female reproductive system <laughs> as i understand it Here and i'm not a prof- i'm not a i'm not a professional i'm a man and i don't know shit about <laughs> it professional i'm a man i'm, I'm not a professional <laughs> i'm a man Barbie, i don't know right? shit I'm, i don't know shit but that is what i've been told by friends when they're saying that uh <laughs> they have to get married so that i i'm not kidding i have friends that are like my time's running out and i'm like i don't know what you mean please explain if so, Diane Keaton can have a kid in Father of the Bride 2, anything can happen. So, oh my God. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, what a movie. So, <laughs> then we see Ray's mother at the time. Are we still talking about Omega being I, Ray's mom? Yeah, because I'm Are like, can be. So, no. Uh, Omega's no, not Ray's mom. Not I had happening. to do a lot of a lot of mental math. I'm probably going to de- delete some of this. Maybe I'll let Klein edit. Klein, you're editing this this week. We saw know. Ray's mom. No, it's not, it's exactly it's like Ray. Do we have another question? Anybody? It's not a question because we can get into 
right now I want to dive into before we go some yeah. anything we want, any nuggets, just hoping for, wanting by the end mm-hmm. of it. We kind of touched on one of mine, which was, and it's going to sound morbid. I want to see these bad batchers die. Like I just, yeah. I want them, I want them wow. to, I want them to go out in a Rogue One esque blaze of glory. Another thing I want, let Omega meet her brother. Amen. We get sorry, young Boba Fett in this. <gasps> Fucking give it to me. Inject in my veins. He'd be, dude, be running with Cad Bane. And Cad Bane shows up in this trailer. Oh my God. You know what? Holy fuck. It's what happening. If, it's happening. What is, okay, hold on. Hold guys? on. So we know how they fought. Guys? guys? We know how they fought, right? And then we had that animatic set up in Bad Batch. I mean, excuse me, in Clone Wars. Now they repurpose it. And it's Cad Bane trying to get Omega and Boba's with him and finds out this is what's happening. And that's how Boba kills Cad Bane the first time. The first time. <laughs> and then uh, tries to do the second time. Is Cad Bane dead, by the way? Do we still do we think he's dead? No, I think he's still he's, the motherfucker doesn't die. I hope he's dead. I don't need to see that live action blue face ever again. <laughs> wow, you fucking racist. So, so far today, you have said racist things against the, oh my God, brain. I can't believe I forgot their species. It was right there on the tip of my tongue. Fucking Tuesdays, am I right? Yeah. Think about what you're going to say before you open your mouth, Thomas. Ah, I was thinking that was probably the problem. Um. And I've talked about the female reproductive system and male explained. Like we're getting canceled it, today is what's happening. Oh God. I'm glad I left I have ruined this entire podcast. Leave. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I should leave more. We uh, were talking about and Omega and Cad Bane and how Cad Bane doesn't die. I take my headphones off for like 30 seconds and we're back to the reproductive system. No, we're not. We're not there. We're not. I was just there. saying that. That's the first word I heard when I put my headphones back in. <laughs> it comes oh up God. a lot, okay? <laughs> Everyone's blowing loads. Um, what were we talking about? Duros! Sorry. Oh, what we sorry. want. What we want. We Boba Fett. What we want. What we want. Like, that I want was Boba one of the Fett. coolest things you could have said. Uh, I think it will I want happen. a sibling reunion, guys. The Alpha has to meet the Omega. What if they meet up in Book of Boba Fett Season 2? What if they fall in love? Yeah. Listen, okay, that would Listen. That's what I'm saying. Not, not that they're falling in love. I don't need love. some no. Targaryen shit over here. Um, no, Jack, it's more like Loki. Book of it's... Boba Fett Season 2 actually happening. So. Yeah, no, it's not at all. This is something very important that I want to mention. Fennec Shan has hung out with the Alpha and the Omega. Are are we not going to tie that in at any fucking point? Because that feels like something we should be doing. I agree with you, Thomas. I don't know if they, I don't know if they do. I think it might be just one of those fun nuggets. And then down the line, if Omega shows up in the Mando universe in live action, they they might throw in a line of like. Yeah. You know, oh, Boba, you never met like, you know, you never or, or, if, if they don't meet up in Bad Batch season three, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, we had a few run ins together back in the day, like some silly little John Favreau, Dave Filoni line <laughs> thrown in there. But I don't know if they do anything with that. I think it just is what it is. Can I say what I want out of season yeah. three? I yeah. want the Bad Batch Avengers. Get Fennec Shand in there. Get Cad Bane. Get Boba Fett. Get get some of these other clones like um. Oh my gosh, uh, who's Wolf? the crazy one? Wolf, but who's the crazy? Gregor, 
get Gregor in there, uh, get maybe Sid if they make amends with her. Um, Killer! The the other chick voiced by that one lady from Ah, season two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. (laughs) Yes. Rhonda Sykes. Rhonda Sykes. Make the fillers count. Get get Benny the robot, Benny in the batch, um, uh, who was doing the pod racing stuff, I think. I think that's the episode he was in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben Schwartz. Benny Benny Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them all together. Make the filler episodes matter. Get everyone together. They're going to lead a crew. They're going to save Omega. Let's get this shit. Come on. Thomas, what do you want? I'm getting what I want. I saw Ventress. Thank you. <sighs> Gross. <You're> so weird. <laughs> Bad Batch season three premieres My on fucking Wednesday, February 21st. Yes. Wednesday, February 21st with a two episode three, three episode premiere. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh my God gosh i'm gonna have to write so many notes oh yeah, boy buddy. okay three <laughs> well, you got a couple episode... days. i you're right i got a couple of days um three episode premiere february 21st the final season i'm excited if you're excited thomas where can people head to let us know their excitement you can head on oh you can tweet at us your excitement for the bad batch your rage at me being an idiot on Twitter at Reckless Rebels, R E C K L E S S R E B E L S. Or your Palpatine fan art. Yeah, sure. But actually, direct uh, that head on over to TC Rochester Act on Twitter. That's T C R O C H E S T E R A C T, Palpatine fan art exclusive. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave us a review. Give us five stars. Turn it on. Let your mother, your father, your cat, your sister play us for everybody. Um, your patients at the hospital. We patients at the hospital. Shout out Noe Ruiz. Uh, he told he told me that he listens while he's delivering mail. So we are literally touching. Wow. The mail wow. of the United States of America. Imagine if you could put the podcast in the mail. Yeah, Should I was going to say, that? we might be the most like the most connected. We might be the podcast that touches the most civic addresses out of any podcast in the world. <laughs> it's very true. Could be. Could be. You never know. Uh, it definitely. Hey, man, we get around when I'm driving. I'll tell you that much. So uh, tweet at us again, Reckless Rebels, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S. Again, I'm so sorry for trying to talk about the female reproductive system, everyone. I regret it. I'm sorry. It will never return. <laughs> unlike, off stage. unlike Palpatine, it will never return. Klein, where can everyone find you on social media? Um, well, I have two accounts. One, uh, at the Kleinfeld, T-H-E-K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T. And as I said earlier, if you have any, just the most, the, the raunchiest, the most indiscreet <laughs> Palpatine fan art, that is T-C Rochester Act. That's T-C-R-O-C-H-E-S-T-E-R-A-C-T. Whoa, you can spell. It's on the screen. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, really no, you can follow me at the Kleinfeld. I'm headed to uh, Fan Expo <laughs> Vancouver this weekend. So check for updates. There's no way in hell I could have done that, even by like looking at the screen blown yeah. up 125%. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jack Pews, J-A-C-K-P-U-E-S. 
all one word and i can do that because it's my name it's my name so i can that's why i did that really fast thomas or klein you did thomas's name that's harder it's true um, uh no, you should forward your palpatine art to d a a v i d t h o m p s o n uh again d-a-a-v-i-d-t-h-o-m-p-s-o-n um our <laughs> I He'll really appreciate please it. Please just like it, yeah. you know what? Even if it's not like legit fan art, just spam him with images of Palpatine. Just do it. Yeah. Just, yeah. just go and just spam just, all his social medias. It'd be the greatest thing just in the world. Do it. Amen. Do you have any recommendations for this here audience on this here podcast episode? Yes. I saw Dune in theaters. Fucking incredible. Um, Fuck. I'd already seen it, but seeing it in theaters is a totally different yeah. experience. Um, and then also, if you have not listened to Beyonce's two new singles, Texas Hold'em <laughs> and 16 Carriages, <laughs> they slap. Oh, my God. Like I'm not like the biggest country Beyonce bangers. fan in the world. They are country bangers. I have been listening to Texas Hold'em on repeat. It's so groovy, so much fun. I just want to get up there and start dancing. So go listen to those. Um... Klein, nothing. No, that, that's it. I was trying to remember what Jack was saying. That made me think. Dude. Beyonce, bro. No, no, it was it was Dune. It was probably, uh, yeah. it leaves theaters today, and I didn't. I'd forgotten it was in theaters, oh, so I'm man. actually very upset because I was like, "Oh, cool, Dune. I'll go see it this weekend," and it's gone. Thanks, Madam Web. Klein, uh, what do you got recommending wise? Other well, Webheads, awesome let's all stuff. head out in droves. No. But I didn't go. I didn't go and see the critics' previews because I'm out there with the people, with the true fans. Madam Web in theaters worldwide, February 14th. Cannot wait. Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, the person who's going to play Hot Girl, the DCU, <laughs> Adam Scott is there as well. Let's go. Isabella McCod. Yeah. Also, um, rewatched Whiplash for the first time since it came oh. out. I saw it in theaters when it came out. It was like that was a really good movie. And then haven't thought about it a ton. Other night after Super Bowl, put it on. Wow, 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 what a movie! Great. Jack Pugh's top twenty. Klein, real quick. Yeah, you must choose Whiplash or La La Land. La La Land. Now. Is that your favorite? What you think is your f- not what you think is your favorite? Is that your favorite or what you think is better? Is there a difference between the two or the same opinion? For it's both. Okay, I'm just curious because there that's like I feel like Whiplash that is Damien Chazelle like debate something like, I did it not was realize. La La Land and now I feel like the shift is kind of going back to Whiplash. Something I did not realize watching Whiplash or rewatching it all this time later, it shares a lot of DNA in the way it moves. And the, the 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 thrill, the anxiety it builds within you a little bit, shares a lot of DNA with Klein's favorite movie of all time, The Social Network. <laughs> also oh, colored sure. almost identically. Like you can when you tell say, me they were shots from the same movie. When you said it, said anxiety, I thought you were about to say Klein's favorite TV show of all time. Oh, it's also got a lot of the bear, <laughs> or the bear has a lot of it. Um, the fact that Damien Chazelle's first, I think it, those were both his first two movies. Yeah. But still, like early, yeah, his first two movies are in my top 20 favorite of all, like probably top 10, both of those is fucking wild. But that's and then how he made First up. Man, which is good. Which is, great. it's a really good movie. And then he made fucking well Babylon, and we are so back. 
I didn't know Ethan Simi could possess people, but it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Ethan Simi. We no, love don't him. shout him out. Okay, here's another recommendation. Go oh, listen to the you, Movie Ethan. Draft podcast, his new podcast where they draft movies. And it's this this good. week, they did the collaborative Spider-Man draft. And Ethan Simi tried introducing oh. Into the Spider-Verse at number seven. And I just about had an aneurysm. Into the Spider-Verse, he said? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that he better have gotten vetoed. I need to listen to this He did right get now. vetoed and it ended up at number two. But goddamn oh, right. That's where it belongs! I DM'd him and was like, I can't come on your podcast anymore, <laughs> sir. <laughs> that's that's there is no chance in hell there is three movies higher than that movie in quality listen to the podcast it's a journey i'm about that it's a great podcast but i have not listened to that one and i can't wait now maybe i'll do that tomorrow i i i recommend listening to the direct podcast because a i love football and i really enjoyed the football chat at the beginning i've not listened to any i haven't really got to talk about the game with anyone what's this hated i like tony romo okay and i'm not ashamed to say it I I like I don't share the same hate that Matt does for Tony Romo, but he blew the final some, play call yeah. last night, oh, yeah. it, as well as some other mistakes. As well as other mistakes. Oh, don't worry, night. it's the first quarter. I'm like I, I don't know it, what you're it, saying. It just didn't get back. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not his best game calling. Um, I really take umbrage with the fact that they just keep seeing him post the gif of the fucking. Fumbled Cowboys field goal from 2006 playoffs and the, yeah, I'm just it's fun. I'm never gonna see a championship in my life. Um, I'm gonna die. at least your franchise has them. Does it matter if I didn't see it happen? No, absolutely. And it's fake no. news, just like the moon landing. When you go into the stadium, is there a banner hanging? Yeah, did did you not see the Lombardi Trophy like with your own eyes in like two feet away from same. you? It's not the same. I don't shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear jack shit from you complaining about your goddamn football team. You don't know what suffering is when it comes to football. Are you fucking kidding I me? Do. You don't know what the slumps are, bro. You don't know what the slumps. I don't know are. what the slumps are. No, you fucking say that. Sure, we, we've never gone winless. You're right. We sure. Haven't either, but... <laughs> oh, that's good. I couldn't remember who the other. I guess we can't. Lions. <laughs> the, the 2008 <laughs> Dolphins, maybe. No, they almost went winless. So I definitely know. You're right. My team has championships. Whoopie Tinkle. It's not the same as watching your team, especially when everyone wants to talk shit about your team sucking dick all the time. And then they want to say, oh, you're a bandwagon fan. You're a Cowboys fan. Are you from Texas? Are you from this? Who the fuck cares? I don't, I'm not in the media. You're right. I do have hope at the beginning of every season, but now it's dead. I don't have hope. And there is September no hope. And you'll be back. Until, yeah. Honestly? Like, oh, no. Just, yes, no. This is his year. He's yes, finally, he he's shaking the yes, rust off. There he is. He's never like said that. <laughs> and I won't. You know why? Because we're not going to do anything in free agency. We're going to run it back with Mike Mafucking Carthy. We're going to run it back with everybody else. Oh, oh, let's go get a big time defensive coordinator. We're going to get Mike Zimmer, who was a former head coach. Our playbook is so fucking predictable that our big free agency splash is going to be trading a third round pick for an older name who's about to go down the hill because it's what we do. 
It's you what ever had Jerry Urban does. Meyer as a head coach? Oh, okay. No, you know why? <laughs> because that would take balls, and Let Jerry doesn't have called right, wide right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go listen to the direct podcast. They talk about the Super Bowl. It was really fucking great. Uh, it's honestly, it might be really my favorite podcast. Super Bowl I've ever watched. The only competition that I can think of off the top of my head, truly, is the first Super Bowl I ever watched. Far of LA. 1997 it's my first football memory which is two years after my team was good Fuck you've had good sucks. teams get it together cowboys most watched tv event no 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 all time or non-news no, 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 no. tv event of all time that's pretty fucking if insane you, if you're not the champion it's not a good year I, I want to be very clear about that okay ricky bobby <laughs> that's right <laughs> if you're not first you're last <laughs> because if you're not first, if you're not the first Super Bowl champion oh, of that year, you're the that. last loser. The Niners are the last loser. So if you ain't you, first, you're more like uh, like Billy Bean from Moneyball. Um, yeah, is that baseball? I don't baseball. Um, what was the quote? Like the last? Um, does nothing matters unless you win the last game of the season? Yeah. No. Exactly. That's that's it. That's a good quote. Maybe I should go watch Moneyball, even though it's about baseball. It's You've never baseball seen fans. Moneyball? That's a Jack Pugh's top 20 as well. That's a Klein Bell top 20 film as well. <laughs> so good. Jonah Hill, what like behind Wolf of Wall Street as his second best performance. Interesting. I think it's his um, best performance. Anyways, uh, let's oh, get out of here uh, so I can finish my recommendation and we don't get <laughs> off topic again. They also covered the Deadpool trailer, which is amazing. You should go watch it. It's, it's no fantastic. Twisters trailer, but okay. It's not. <laughs> But what it's is not. right? Yeah, right. And hey, listen, put Glenn Powell in a superhero movie. No, dude. David had a point on that podcast. He's yes. gonna get Jurassic Worlded, and it's gonna suck. It's gonna be so bad. But it's gonna be so good because he's in it. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna hold his hand up because the raptor is in front of him, and he's gonna stop the raptor from eating him. If and I had then, to see Chris Pratt do that one more time in that fucking hey, blue. movie, hey blue, blue, blue. Hey, hey, over here, blue, blue. Come on, go. I don't know what you said, Thomas. It was like a little too whispery. I named my car after Blue. Oh, my God. old one. Did Blue die? Did Blue live? I don't know. My Jack, Blue or the Raptor I love, Blue? <laughs> I love nothing more in this world than dinosaurs, and I wish they were used more often. I stopped. They need to be. I stopped after Jurassic World 1, or I saw the second one. Second I saw Jurassic the second World. one. The third one and is disgustingly bad. Actually, you didn't even watch it. Dinosaurs aren't even no, the point of the, the movie. Is the second one something Dominion or something? No, no the Dominion's the third one. What's the second one? Uh, Lost Kingdom. Right? Jurassic Lost World, World Lost is the second Jurassic Park. Yeah. But Lost I have, Kingdom is kind of. I have only right. seen Jurassic World. I have not seen the other two new ones. World 2. Uh, hang on, research department. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Lost Kingdom is that awful. one was bad, but it has entertaining moments and some interesting ideas. The third one has nothing. There is no substance, and it's not even about fucking dinosaurs. It's about bugs. Ugh. Fucking stupid. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bad do bad. that. Um. So that was reckless. That was crazy. We did the stuff. Um. That's that. Sentience enjoys. We've reached the Maybe. end of this uh, chaotic episode remember the force is your ally a powerful ally it, it be we spoke it get twin sunlight it's broken stay hydrated it's broken this was podcasting yippee palpatine fucks 
Omega.